of Freilich and Hanukkah. So today we complete the second half of Parakimel of Tanya. And in it, the Rebbe explains that there are three main ideas we need to focus on, three broad concepts about the Eivishter. And from thinking of these concepts, using the tools we discussed yesterday, our Chachma and our Bina, the intuitive flash, the point of inspiration, and then developing it through all the depth and analysis of Bina, we will create the emotions, which is our goal here. So what are these three ideas? Now, these are very broad concepts in which there are myriad and myriads of my marim and sichos and many, many, many ideas explaining. But in a nutshell, we're looking at three levels of Hashem. Hashem in his manifestation of mimale kol almin, Hashem in his manifestation of soivev kol almin, and Hashem on the level of kulo kaima kilo What does each mean? Very briefly. Don't think you know everything, or most, or this is just a sketch. Mimale is Hashem in his most constricted fashion. When he makes himself so, so small that he can get into the details of creation and not blow them away. And therefore, Mimale is going to be different on every level as per how much can that level absorb of Hashem. So it's the most constricted aspect of Hashem, fashioning the specifics of creation. Soivev kol almin, which means Hashem who encompasses all the worlds, which is not a literal concept. Soivev is not encompassing. The energy of Soivev is within creation, the same way the energy of Mimali is within creation. It's called Soivev to connote distance, because encompassing implies something too big to get through the door. So Soivev is too big to get through the door. It's such an intense, godly energy that it can't come into the details. If it did, it would blow them away. And therefore, it's within, but relating from a distance. Soivev does not fashion the particulars. Soivev is the same on every level of creation. Soivev is giving creation its life, its existence, its chayas. Mimale is taking, taking that chayas and fashioning it into an angel or a world or a doorknob. So Mimali and Soivev are working together. Soivev in the broader, more powerful sense, more overwhelming sense, and that's why it's so far, and that's why it's the same on every level. And Mimale individualize, getting smaller and smaller and smaller as the levels go down, and on any level, small enough to get within and not blow away the creation from its existence. Generally, our relationship to Hashem accesses Mamale. Generally, the mitzvahs we do access Mamale. But we can access Seivev, and we strive to. Because when we can access Seivev and internalize it, wow, is that powerful. In general, mitzvahs losa says access Seivev. Tshuva does on a certain level. Messias Nefesh does for sure. Serving Hashem beyond reason does. There are many, many things we can enumerate in Hasidus and in Tanya which is a very special, unique thing, there's a long list of special, unique things, that access Soiviv energy as versus the normal Mimale energy. And then there's Kula Kaima Kulochashiv. Kula Kaima Kulochashiv means everything is as nothing. On that level of Hashem, our existence can't be. Because on that level of Hashem, existence itself is meaningless. And we need that level of Hashem. 
Because if Hashem only made himself as small as Mamale, and even, though of course, relatively speaking, much greater, but as small as Soivev, then we are pulling the strings on Hashem. I pick him up with my mitzvahs, I pull him down with my averos. And of course, we need to truly, so to speak, pull the strings on Hashem, because otherwise our mitzvahs and averos don't really matter. So my mitzvahs and averos truly matter. Every good thing I do and everything else affects Hashem. He made himself small enough to be vulnerable to us. What we're doing is ultimately significant. And yet at the same time, there's a part of self that remains beyond anything we ever do. Because, of course, there has to be that aspect of Hashem where he's bigger than any of our actions and that nothing we do could truly affect him. And that is very briefly Mimale, Soivev, and Kulakayma Kilohashiv. Those are the broad categories. We want to think of those broad categories and then specifically focus on different ideas, specific ideas that work for us to create the emotions. And the Rebbe now lists the four basic emotions we're creating, which is the lower fear, the lower love, the higher love, which might be viewed as uh, thirst, and the highest fear, I'm sorry, the higher love and the higher the highest fear. Now, which we speak here of this ultimate thirst for Hashem. Now, what creates what? So basically, to make it very very simplified, when we think of how good Hashem is to us, to creation, abstractly. That evokes a feeling of love. If I think of Hashem good but far, because my various creation, my physicality, his greatness, if he's so good but he's far, that's a lower, what we call lower level love. But if I think of how great he is, how close he is, and how good he is, this is a higher level love. If I'm thinking of Hashem being so powerful and so far, this is the lower fear. If he's so powerful and so close, this is the higher fear. I'm sorry, I think when I just said it to you, because I was a little distracted, I did not say it correctly, so I'm going to say it one more time. Sorry for my sorry for my error. The loves come from how good if Hashem is so good and close, it's the lower love. He's right here and he's so good to me. But if he's so good but he's far because of creation, my physicality, Averus, this creates the higher love, which is ultimately expressed as a thirst for Hashem. You want him so much. He's so good but he's so far. And therefore you have thirst for Hashem. Timon, which could be expressed as a Jews have by Matan or Nadav and Avihu, the challenge of Tzadikim, by this Klois HaNefesh, by the soul expiring in a desire to be one with the Eivishter. And in terms of the fears, Hashem far and awesome and powerful is the lower fear. And Hashem awesome, powerful, and right here 
is the ultimate expression of our relationship, this higher fear, which is such an awe, such a complete nullification of self to Hashem. I see I'm spending a little too much time. I'll try to finish off the rest of the pair quickly. All other emotions are branches of either love or fear. We might not think that they relate, but the Rebbe says every other emotion you will ever have is either some subsidiary of love or some subsidiary of fear. And at the end of the parak, we speak of das. We have three components of the intellect of our soul, chachma and bina, that we discussed yesterday, and we're using today to create these emotions through our thoughts on these concepts of mamale sovev kulokai mekalochashiv in these aspects of so good and so powerful and so awesome and so close and so far. And then we need the components of das. Das means connection. How does one achieve das? You take a concept and you think about it and think about it and think about it and think about it. You fixate yourself on the idea. And you think and think and think until it creates a real emotion. Because otherwise the concept is abstract to you. And you might think there's emotional response, but the other says it's not real. Real emotional response only comes from hiskashrus, deep connection to the idea and think and think and think and think until that click happens and that click is going to be the emotional response, which is going to be real, which is going to have stamina to exist and impact you as versus being a false emotion, which won't impact you because it doesn't have that inner stamina of Das. And through Chachma, Bina, and Das, we're using our intellect delving into these ideas, fixating ourselves on them when we understand them completely, and creating true emotions that will change our actions. That is the Tanya of today. Sorry if I was too long. If anyone has any questions, please um, please unmute yourself, star six. Tammy tried it yesterday. It does work. Okay. Have a Freilich and Hanukkah.